You're listening to episode 136 of the Rebel Buddhist Podcast, where we talk about having the freedom to change our minds. Welcome to the Rebel Buddhist Podcast, where we explore how to use the science of psychology, Eastern spiritual practices like mindfulness and compassion, and the game-changing work of self-coaching so you can free your mind and free your life. I'm your host, Anna Verzoni. Aloha, crazy humans. How was your winter solstice? In Alaska, my friend said they had less than four hours of sunlight. And I'm in Hawaii right now, so it's all good here on the sunlight front. But I do appreciate how Alaska helps me deeply appreciate the light in a really sacred way. So I hope you're able to tap into the energy of more light coming our way today, especially if you've been in some dark times. You know, I feel you. And and everything is impermanent. Remember that, okay? So today I'm here in our little studio condo in Hawaii for the winter, and it's actually stormy today as I record this, which unlike the word storm in Alaska, where my kiddo had Like she had snow days, seven out of 10 school days a couple of weeks ago. Here, stormy means it's still warm enough that I'm wearing a tank top, but it's cool enough that I actually closed the sliding glass doors while we hang out inside because I was getting chilly, which I don't think has happened to me like since 2020. (laughs) Seriously. So it's kind of fun to hunker down and hear the thunder and see the flashes of lightning and the ocean outside is rolling like really mesmerizing. So it's probably a good rainy day movie day because I hate watching movies when it's sunny out. So I don't know. I think we're going to go see the new Avatar because I've heard some good things. So today's topic also relates to a movie story that wasn't a purposeful segue at all. But (laughs) I wanted to tell a story about how once when I was dating this great guy and his family was amazing too, and his dad had this influential position at a prestigious university, his mom was an activist, and I admired them a lot. They were also really compassionate, intelligent, and loving. So one day I'm out with his mom. I think he and his dad were off doing something and she asks if I want to see a movie. And I'm like, sure. And while I was somewhat intimidated by her, I also really valued our conversations that we had about movies and plays and the arts. So we pick a movie and I'm super stoked for it. And I'm not even sure which one at this point, but this was before we could Google reviews of movies or detailed descriptions ahead of time. So we pick a movie, we go in, and when it starts, it's like horrifically violent, like gory and violent and not what we expected at all. Like, I personally thought it was too violent, but I'm like, well, maybe there's some artistic piece I'm missing here. And his mom leans over to me and she's like, what do you think of the movie? And I'm not sure what I'm supposed to say here. Like, I'm still trying to like fit into this highly intellectual family, which is so different from what I grew up in. And I'm like, "Uh, it's fine, I guess. I hope it'll get better. And she's like, I think it's horrible and too violent. And I'm like, damn it, I should have said what I was thinking. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, it's more violent than I thought it would be. And she leans in and says, we should go. And I'm like, but we already paid for the tickets. I don't think they'll refund us. Who cares? She says, we shouldn't sit through it, even if we paid for it, if we don't like it. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like blown away. And I'm not even like 16, y'all. I'm in my late 20s. And I am just realizing 
in that moment, wait, you can pay for something and realize you made a wrong decision and walk away from it just because you don't like it? Because my parents were like, you don't like it? I paid $3 for that shit. Eat it and like it. (laughs) And we walk out of the theater into the sun and have a fantastic lunch and like great conversation. And that thought had never crossed my mind before that moment to leave something just because I didn't like it. And this whole event made such an impression on me. I know it's crazy, right? But it just goes to show how deeply seated some of these limiting beliefs can be and how they can show up in more mundane aspects of life, like movies that we tolerate. And this pattern went beyond things I paid for. Sure, my boyfriend's family had a lot more financial freedom than I did, and that probably colored those types of decisions. But there was something beyond that for me as well. Like, what was it? that I believed I had to tolerate shit I didn't like, whether I paid for it or not, because I didn't just stick with things I didn't like because I paid money for it. I stuck with things I didn't like, like relationships I wasn't happy in, books I started reading that I didn't like anymore, parties that bored me, concerts that sucked. So what's this about? Because I know I'm not alone in this. Why do we make ourselves tolerate shit that makes us unhappy? I was leading a retreat at a backcountry skiing cabin recently. Yes, it was as epic as it sounds. It was gorgeous and amazing. And one of the participants was feeling a lot of pressure to make the right career decision because there was a voice that kept chiming in that they were stupid and not able to pull off anything they set their minds to and that they never stuck with anything. And they were looking at life events, kind of collecting evidence that they made the wrong decision, right? That confirms they were, in their mind, stupid. So they were feeling pressured to be sure to do the right thing. And they were also worried that they'd change their mind again. And I asked them, what do you make it mean if you don't follow through or if you change your mind? What do you make it mean about you? And they said, that I'll fail, that that I'll be a failure. And I asked, and this is a question that can be really powerful to ask when we think we've spoken something like gravely disastrous. Let me ask, okay, so that seems big. So what? So what if you fail? So what if you change your mind and spent money on that thing and learned you didn't want to do it? Because really, we're not worried about the money. We say that, but then we think we'll feel better or it'll be worth it if we do something that we find to be miserable just because we paid for it. But would we? And I'm not saying there aren't hard things we have to do that might suck on our way to creating our life, but it's ridiculous to think that we should stick with something just because we started it. I mean, maybe there's something to be said for that, like in childhood, when we're learning about, you know, making decisions and what it means to commit to something. But we are grown-ass adults now and not having to learn how to do that. We've all done it to some degree or another already. That's how we got to where we are today. So why do we feel like we're teaching ourselves some kind of lesson or that we have to teach ourselves a lesson by sticking to something simply because we started it, be it a movie or a relationship or a career or a graduate degree? If you find yourself flitting about not sure what your purpose is, don't stick with things that you discover you hate for the sake of sticking with it. And I'm not saying just keep quitting shit, but instead, if you find you don't like something, 
Take the damn time to get clear about what you want. Reflect on the decision. Reflect on the process and pattern and start committing to discovering what you want instead of just trying random shit. Sometimes that clarity comes through action, like trying something and learning you don't like it, and that's okay. And if it's a habit of yours to start random things, don't beat yourself up. That won't help you get any more clear. Instead, prioritize getting clear. Like that's exactly why a lot of people come to do the Adventure Mastermind, right? They're longing for that clarity of purpose. So instead of randomly choosing things, take the time to wander, take the time to reflect, take the time to dig deep. So we can see how often we force ourselves into thinking we should stick with something because we're afraid of what we call making a mistake. But who is deciding that if we change our minds or that we're wrong about something, that it's a mistake? And more importantly, why do we make it mean something about us, about who we are? We can ask ourselves, so what? So what? If we changed our minds and we think, oh, but then I will have wasted time, money or energy or all of that. Did we though? Did we? Because last I checked, it's only a mistake if you didn't learn anything from it. And that's what I find most helpful to believe myself. One of my business coaches used to say when people would get coached and they'd be like, I feel like I'm wasting my time doing consults if no one signs up. And then she would say, well, if someone decides not to work with you, how can you make that one phone call totally worth what they would have paid to do your program? And I think this is such a brilliant question, even outside of business, right? So this usually took the route of what did I learn that was worth X amount of dollars, right? What did I experience that was worth that time, money, and energy? We can do this with other things too. Like, what about that graduate program you never used made it worth three years of time? What about that relationship made it worth the delayed breakup? Not mistakes, learning. So this same client was also wondering about a decision they made to travel for a month, and they were wondering if they were trying to do too much and worrying about it as if they wanted to figure out what was the right thing in advance. And you know, yes, it's good to know thyself. That's good. But if you actually feel great about the whole thing, except for a nagging thought that you might regret it later for no other good reason, then hey, so what? What if you decide later that you're tired and you want to come home early? You can come home early. What if you get married and you decide you aren't happy and you tried all the things? You can leave. And I don't say that lightly. Y'all know I root for a good comeback story, right? (laughs) But seriously, While marriage can be sacred and beautiful and the commitment can carry you through many life circumstances, barring safety issues, you can also leave whenever the fuck you want. Yet we allow other people's disappointments to enter our brain. Oh, there she goes again, or he's such a slacker, they'll never figure it out. Well, that's just noise, static. Tune that shit out. What's beyond the static of other people's opinions and thoughts about you? The best you've got in any given moment. That's what. And that's all we can ask of ourselves to make the best decision we can with the knowledge and information and resources we have in that moment. We also think there's such a thing as a right decision and a wrong decision. You know, I had a VIP client leave me a message the other day that she didn't think the concept of no right or wrong decisions was correct. 
She said, of course, there's bad decisions, things that waste money or time. And they recalled the time they started a business and it didn't work out. And wasn't that a wrong decision, right? She said, it cost me time and money. I mean, I learned a lot, but, and listen, in my opinion, the only bad decisions we make are the ones we make when we're out of alignment or not in touch with our true selves when we're making them. And did you catch what she said? She's like, I mean, I learned a lot as if that was perhaps not the whole fucking point, right? Think of a liberal arts education, y'all. Other or like other things people study that don't lead to a trade or a guaranteed profession. People spend thousands to learn a lot and never use their degree, like for a specific career. Some will say it was the right decision to pursue their degree and others will say it was the wrong decision. Who's right? But perhaps more importantly, who's happier and taking more effective action to create the life they want? So in case it isn't obvious, the person who feels it was worth it is because of the experience, because of what they learned. They're happier. They learn from it and they keep moving forward, trusting their decisions and getting the most out of them and learning from them and not wasting time. Deciding it was the right or wrong decision is a choice. How we feel about any decision, no matter the outcome, is a choice. And who decides this? Us. What would make any decision worth it, even if it failed or was the wrong one or didn't pan out like you thought or you changed your mind about it? What would make it worth it? Go into it assuming it's going to be worth it no matter what, and it will be. And this isn't magical thinking. This is writing your own story about life and being an active creator of your dreams. These choices matter. These decisions matter. Whether we think we made a right or wrong decision matters. It matters in how we feel and it matters in how we make our next decision and the energy behind it. There is no wrong choice, no bad choice. You decide. Just decide and like your reasons. I had a friend who was dating this amazing woman and then they told me they broke up and I was like, why? And they said, I don't know. Something just felt wrong. And I was like, that's it? No evidence? They just followed their heart, right? Many of us socialized as women can't even fathom this concept to end a relationship just because something felt a little off in our hearts. Yet, I bet many of us have felt that knowing at some point or another and wish we listened to it, like that Red Flags episode a few weeks back. But we talk ourselves out of it because we want to know it's the right or wrong decision for sure first. Are there choices that end up with us feeling discomfort, pain, really, really, really difficult emotions, things that cost us money, things that took a lot of our time and energy? Sure. And that doesn't make them wrong. And just so you know, I'm on this path with you. Here's a list of things I've started and didn't finish. Just a short list. My first marriage. He was a great man, but we weren't meant for each other for an entire lifetime. My first doctoral program. Yes, there was a first. I was accepted to OHSU, Oregon Health Sciences University, for my doctoral program. And it was a top program, like only 10 people or something in my class. It was this like really coveted position. And after one on-campus session, I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? I just got divorced. I am between jobs. I have tons of freedom. Why the fuck am I not eat, pray, loving it all over the place? So I dropped out and went to Turkey and Bali and a bunch of other places. And I'm so glad I did. 
you know, my father died shortly after, and I'm so glad I didn't have a doctoral program on top of my grief. A sailing trip I booked. I lost my deposit, thousands of dollars. I knew I'd be burned out if I did it. If I went, I would have been exhausted. And But look, I would have paid more money and felt shittier after. No bueno, right? So you see, it's possible to do this and not have regrets. You have the freedom to change your mind just because. You don't need to justify with anything more than your heart. And yes, even if, even if it costs time, money, and energy. Because nothing is worth not staying true to yourself, Rebel. So what's in your orbit right now that you might need or want to walk away from, even if you've invested time, money, or energy already? This, you listening to this right now, is the sign to know it's okay. All right, Rebels. Oh my gosh, it's almost 2023. I will talk to you next week. If you like what you heard, please spread the love and share it. And if you know you need some help with this and want to learn more about how to free your mind and free your life, go to rebelbuddhist.com and grab my free Rebel Buddhist Toolkit, where you'll receive a video training on cultivating resilience, access to the private Rebel Buddhist group where I do weekly live sessions on topics just like this, and a copy of the gorgeous Rebel Buddhist Manifesto, and more for free. That's rebelbuddhist.com.